Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome back to the Liverpool Groove, I'm Quinny I'm Jay Another phone episode for you here, so uh, we're going to talk about the derby Preview it, go over it a little bit, just have a little chat about it But we're going to start by sort of taking a step away from the football for a moment And just talk about Liverpool as a city, um, sure everyone knows by now that we've been shafted basically by the government. Um, Joe Anderson and Steve Rotherham seem like they've just let it happen, uh, as much as they say otherwise. But it's just I don't really know what to say about it to be honest. It's a fucking joke, is what it is, mate. I understand there's a pandemic. I understand that there's people sick and there's people dying, but just stopping one city from doing what it needs to do, ruining an economy, fucking. Blocking businesses from running, stopping people from being healthy, damaging mental health—it's a fucking disgrace, and it's managed. And they're doing it on purpose. They're doing it to the north, like they always have tried to do. Um, people need to stand up and fucking not just sit there like moping. We've got, we've got to do something about it. Got to do something about it. We've got to unite as a city, and like we always do. And we can't have them closing all our businesses now. They either close the country or they fucking open the country. You can't pick and choose where they close and where they open. It's a fucking disgrace. Yeah, I agree. Um, like you say, we've we've got to stand up. We've got to put colours, you know, club colours aside. If you like, we've got to unite as a city. And to be fair, when it when it's you know when it's an important matter, Liverpool as a city does always come together. So uh, I've got no doubt in my mind that this is going to be another 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 moment of that happening. But um, obviously. Jay runs the you know Scouts Power Nineteen uh, business there as well, and you know you've you've done something to try and help help people in the city already, haven't you? Yeah, so basically we brought out a, a new T-shirt. Um, never in my life would I even debate bringing out an Everton version of one of our T-shirts, but at times like this, I think it it makes sense to, to show Scout solidarity. So we brought out a Republic of Liverpool top. For the city, nothing to do with football. We brought out a red version and a blue version, so all scousers can get one. Um, and obviously, we're only a small business, so we need to keep going ourselves. But we're going to donate two pound fifty for every sale to the food banks in Liverpool. Um, fun supporting food banks. It is. I don't. I don't know. I spoke to Dave Kelly yesterday. He's Nevertonian, and he, he's he's a massive part of the food bank. He runs it with Ian, and. Um, like Jones on me yesterday when he said to me that there's been no football matches on since March and they haven't been able to do a collection at a stadium since March and you think to yourself, fuck me. They, they, he said to me that they pick up over a ton of food in weight per, per game at Anfield and Goodison and that's gone. Yeah. Which is absolutely terrifying. So, obviously... But the more top three sell, it's keeping a small business going. But more important is we can put food in people's mouths. That's what it's all about. 
have teamed up with them going forward. We're going to do as much as we can to help them now. Um, but it's it's just it's a fucking it's a, just a disgrace that it's 2020. It's nearly 2021. There's a there's a supporters club for Everton and Liverpool in New York that are donating to our city to get people food. It's an absolute joke. I can't get me head around it. Yeah, seeing that myself. Um, like you say, it's nearly 2021, and we're you know people are still needing to do stuff like this. Uh, it should it shouldn't be happening in this day and age, but. You can't. The government, you know, the government aren't going to look into something like this. Where, like you say, they're taking in a ton of food per match day, which is completely gone for the last six months. Like that is that's huge for them. That that's the I imagine that's the bulk of their business a lot of the time. Um, yeah, so no, it's a thing. It's not a business. It's you know what? No, I know, but you know what I mean. I didn't mean it like that. No, I know what you mean is it more like a business, but it's literally you've got people volunteering. There's no money. Swapping hands, doing it all for free, just collecting, delivering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doing it all, doing it all for nothing, and to get it out there, to getting support along the way. But to lose that amount of food in over the months and not be supported by the government, not have any backing, like, there shouldn't be any food banks. No. We're one of the richest countries on the planet. There shouldn't be food banks. What the heck can spend twelve billion pounds on a shit fucking food system that doesn't work? or do anything but can't feed their own it's an absolute joke and if there's any one of the mindset that it's alright then you need to get the fuck because it's disgusting that's it we're the city that cares and, and people don't see that about Liverpool I think people only want to see the bad side of Liverpool because it suits the, the narrative that we're a shit city and that we've got shit people but the, the, it couldn't be further from the truth like I say we're a caring city we're a caring people we want to help our own it's what we've said on this podcast from day one we want to help out local people, local businesses, as much as we can, and and you know this hopefully will be the start of something that can really push on and, and try and help people. Yeah, I've invited Dave onto the podcast so we can obviously he'll have the ins and outs of what they do. They've done a show on. There was a little bit of snipper of what they do on Sky News yesterday, but uh, so it'll be great if we can get someone from the team, Emory and Ben, on to the um, discuss what they do. But uh, do you know what, lad? It's not even like. It's only our city we help, and this is what's disgusting when, like, people in Manchester, I, I done a tweet the other day, and they comment now, fucking them scouts again and all that, victims and fucking skins, and, and you're thinking to yourself, that food bank helps Manchester, it yeah. helps any, everywhere it goes, it yeah. helps as many people as it can, we're all in it together, everyone in the north, it's, it's not just Liverpool and Everton anymore, the whole north needs to get together, and just unite, put football aside, put geographical differences where we ain't manks just because the manks. Do you know what I mean? If, you, if you're on holiday and you meet a mank, they're one of the best people you'll meet. Yeah, definitely. Not anyone has said that, but it's the truth. <laughs> the closest thing to us you'll ever get. But on, on Twitter, this this like agenda against us because of the Tory-led media and the Tory government, it's been going on for as long as the fucking world. That's what, they, that's what they've always worked on. And it's still going today. You've got twelve-year-olds on Twitter calling us murderers and victims and scruffs and bin dippers. They're not a fucking clue what's going on. No. And they're growing up in Manchester with no shoes on. They're <laughs> just getting us. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. an absolute. I mean, it's time to unite all of us together. The food banks, the fucking homeless. We need to. We need to look after our own now. Fuck, fuck the south off. We need to look after our own. Yeah, I agree completely. 
Um, as you, as as Jay said, you know, head over to Scouts Power Nineteen. Pick up your Republic of Liverpool T-shirt, red or blue, doesn't matter. Just you know, help Jay, help 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 us out the city basically. Um, and yeah, it, it it's a great design as well. To be fair, it's not like you know, it's a little shit design. It is. A, it's a nice top to be in. All honesty, so. <laughs> no, honestly, go and get it. It's it's for a good cause, um, and that's that's what matters at the minute. Um, that's it. We just want to say we want unity more than anything. Um, that's that's the only way we can do it in our small business. As I say before, we'd love to be able to give everything we earned on it away, but at the minute we're still trying to keep our small business afloat as well. So, um, that that's the best we can do at this moment. But going forward, hopefully. Um, if things go well for us, we'll be able to help them a lot more as well. Even if even if you don't want to buy a t-shirt, get over to the um, fan supporting food banks page. The, there's bank account details on there. Just donate whatever you can. Donate a few quid, whether it's a pound or two. A pound will buy four tins or something from Asda, and it four tins or something could be the difference between someone not eating and someone eating, and that's it knocks me sick. I'll have to be honest. Yeah. Um, like we we've done bits ourselves before we start this podcast over Christmas and stuff like that, and um, you know, like you said earlier to me, it's the amount of people that just do something over Christmas, and that's it. But obviously, that's still a massive help, and it's still something that that's great. But now's the time, especially more than ever, where we can all do that little bit more and that little bit more often. That's, I think at Christmas time, everyone's a little bit kind and a little bit takes everything that like. Everything means more, and I, I'm one of them. I, at Christmas time, lad, I'm like an elf, as you know. Yeah. I love it, but I, I feel so sad about others who have nothing around Christmas time. When I wish, like my mindset was like that all the time. It is. Don't get me wrong. You know, you know what I'm like. If I'm if I'm in Asda and I see someone outside, whether they might be a drug abuser or a drinker, my first thing it thought is, well, why are they? Yeah. And I'll go and buy them a sandwich and a drink and I'll, I'll say yeah, mate. And that's just the way I am but I think if we've done it a bit more not just Christmas time it is, it is out a lot more definitely um, right we'll, we'll we'll leave that part there I think we've said all we can on that for the time being anyway um, I just well, want to mention as well another, another thing and this is this is Manchester again Marcus Rashford what he's doing trying to get kids school meals and that them Tory bastards again have back healed that. Oh, yeah, and, no, and I just think again, I know there's small businesses who've done well for themselves and they earn a few quid and they go, Oh, I might vote Tory because I'll get I'll get extra I'll, I'll save me a few quid. You know what I mean? Our taxes won't go up, but the, the people earning less will. Listen, if you are of that mindset where as long as you're alright, you can fuck everyone else, then you're doing it all wrong because you're going to hell. That's all I can say. We need to look after everyone. Yeah, and props to Marcus Ashford. He's been, he's been an absolute hero. There's no other way to describe him at the minute with what he's done, getting the school meals as far as he has already. Um, and you know he's he's still fighting and he's not gonna he's not gonna give up that fight. So massive credit to him. Um, we just need more. It needs to not be a Marcus Rashford thing now. He is the leader of that campaign. It's his campaign, and he's done absolutely marvelous. But. Why can't others? Why can't other big footballers get involved now? Yeah. Why can't the best players in the Premier League join unite and join? Why can't they? You know, I'm not going to even say why can't they chip in the wages because that's not fair. 
they earn the wage they earn they have the cost of living they have but I think if more jump on board and it's not just Marcus Rashford versus the government then he'll have a better leg to stand on yeah absolutely completely agree um, well, let's put all the fucking miserable stuff aside <laughs> because I'm fucking close to seizure. Ah, tell me about it. It's just disgusting, isn't it? Um, yeah, no, like I say, we'll, we'll leave that there for now, and uh, hopefully we might be able to do a bit more for this in the future, in future episodes and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, look, keep an ear out. But uh, so I think there's a big game coming up this weekend. You know? Not here, not on lads. No, me neither. I think, it's, I think, to be fair, after after our last game, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Although, it's hell a lie. As I said before, lads I thought were dead have been messaging me. Oh, we go six points above you on Saturday when we beat you. I'm just like, oh, please win. Please win, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it, isn't it? The derby, it's... Uh, the Everton fans are, are absolutely buzzing for it for once. They are, yeah. And, and do you know what? As much as I hate them, it, it's good to see. It's great to have the banter back. It's great to have a bit of a rivalry again. They are above us in the league. They are playing decent. We've just come back off the back of a horror show. Yeah. So we've got to see what happens. Hopefully we do what we always do and we, we turn up for the derby. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, at the minute, the way this Everton team's playing, and you've got to give them you know, credit where it's due. They have played well so far. They might not have played anyone, like, but they are playing well. well I think <laughs> it, it makes, but it makes, it makes the derby a good game for once. I mean... I can't remember the last time there was a, a genuine good derby at Goodison. I think it was probably the three all the season we come second. Like derbies at Goodison aren't any good because most seasons they just sit back and don't want to lose. Yeah, they agree. Um, well, I was talking about this before. We haven't, to be fair, our winning record at Goodison's not great. No, um, it's not. But we don't mind in a derby. It's their job to win. It's their job to entertain. Um, I'm quite happy with us going there this week, this week, and fucking playing defensive and hitting them on the counter attack. Let them—they're coming into it full of beans. They're all full of confidence. They want to play for the fans on the telly, and they want to—they want to give us an iron. I think the best way we go about it is to sit back, let them have the ball, and counter them. I yeah. really do. I, I can't be asked to doing what we've, we've done in the past where we've got 70% possession and then they've had three shots on not Everton in particular but we've had all the possession and we just don't manage to, to, to find a way through and Derby's are always tight so yeah, I'm, I just, think... I'm just hoping we, we play I, I, I hope we don't go out to, to make a statement sort of thing and make a mistake I hope we we calm down we forget the Aston Villa game we let them play their footy and we just show that we're a better team than them. Yeah, I agree. I mean I think you've you've got a you've got like you say, you've got to put that villa game aside, you've gotta you've gotta just forget about it. It happened. It's one of them. Write it off, uh, come back. Like you say, I'm not really bothered about the performance necessarily. I just want the result. Um yeah. with the way we played against Villa, I think we were just shocking all over the park, with probably the exception of Mo and Jota and Andy Robbo. Um, so that I mean I think the left hand side with Robbo and uh, Mane back is going to be massive it's going to be good to attack that side I think um, obviously they're going to start Pickford I think you just shoot for him anyway <laughs> uh, and, uh, do you know what it'll be like a shooty it'll just be Adrian shooting at Pickford and Pickford shooting at Adrian <laughs> you 
Yeah, you know what? Just let that be the game. Like, don't put the rest of the other, don't put the rest of the squads out. Just have Pickford and Adrian have a game of shooties. But the difference is, I don't think Adrian can hit it all the way up the pitch. To be honest, um, uh, I don't know. He'd have, to, he'd have to go the halfway line. <laughs> no, um, I'm looking. I, I'm. I don't really like watching derbies. In all honesty, just because of sort of because of that b- banter. Like you, you know, you know what it's like if you go to work and you've lost a derby. You, you well, you're not going to work. You. Writing yourself off for about a week. Well, neither can I, in all honesty, but. <laughs> Still in school, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's one of them. I don't. I'm not a big fan of derbies in general, but I'm looking forward to this one. As I say, I think it's going to be a good game for once. Um, they're thriving without the fans there, which is what's, which is, I think what's sort of staring them up at the minute. They they're doing well without that pressure from the fans in the stadium. Um, yeah, and I think once the fans do come back, um, you'll really see if the sort of there to stay or if it was just a, a sort of a, not necessarily you can't call it a blip, but just a, a sort of one-off period where you know, as I say, there's no pressure. They're not bothered. They're not getting booed. They're not having anyone come on the pitch trying to you know pull the shirt off the back and all that. Um, I am Alex Nyako. <laughs> it's funny, but that. But no, I'm looking forward to it, lad. It'll be a good game. Uh, starting lineup, I mean. I'll be honest, sorry. I'll be honest. Um, Derby's aren't a big deal. My first fixture in the past I used to look for was Everton. And then as time went on, it was Man United. And then again, it was Man, it was Man City and Man United. Everton were just. I hope I'm not away for the Derby because I, I love the banter. But then the banter died because they were shit. So the Derby to me has died. Um, the football's been shit. There's been no nasty tackles. There's been no red card. It's been crap. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm up for this. I'm looking forward to it. I've had the banter. I've had the Evertonians in years. Banter I haven't had for, I'd say, uh, honestly, three or four years I've not had it. And I'm proper excited. I just hope at the end of it. I'm, I'm back to feeling, as, as I did when I was in school, that just please win because I can't be arsed at you if we don't. <laughs> Yeah, I'm exactly the same. That's what you need in a derby. That's what the derby is all about. And sad, sadly, with them being shit, it's died. But hopefully, it's the it's the start of it coming back again. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be a good game. Um, hopefully, BT do the right thing and don't put it on fucking box office. Um, yeah, I've seen I've seen a little um, thing today. People have asked them. I don't know whether. Someone from Ormskirk or somewhere has said, don't beat Savlan up there for the match. Yeah, I've seen that. And they've asked for B3 to put it on for free, which obviously I can't see them doing. But, uh, I'd like I've to hope they can. I've got IPTV anyway, so I'm the last. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no. I mean, I'll find a stream for it. I'm, I'm not that bothered. But like I, I said, you know, while, while fans still can't come in the stadium, they shouldn't be charging for any football whatsoever. Like... It it it's terrible. It you know the fans are the backbone of the game, and and we're being priced out of it because we can't go. The whole situation of this charging fifteen quid per match is an absolute disgrace. If you wanna if you wanna charge forty quid and you can have every game until the season's back on, then I'm happy for that. You yeah, could do it where you could get the Premier League season ticket on Skype. Remember my granddad used to, was the first one to get it in our family and we used to all go to my granddad's and he was sat there smug as fuck. <laughs> like look at me with me season ticket for any, and he had any game. And if they're gonna do something like that, forty, fifty quid, 
and you get it in every match and every match is televised and you can pick and choose which match you want then absolutely all for it yeah, they're making a profit you weren't going to make and we're getting to watch every single channel without having to fork out for Sky and BT but to charge 15 quid a match behave yourself because there is teams there is fans that support shit teams like West Brom yeah. and imagine having to pay 15 quid for West Brom versus um, West Ham <laughs> Be the worst day you're like well, no, you know the way it'll end up going, don't you? Your Super Sunday will be Burnley versus Brighton, and then your pay per view games will be Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, yeah. United, stuff like that. So that's the way it'll end up going. But like, I seen something today, and I think for to watch all the football this season, say you wanted to watch every single game, to have Sky, BT, Amazon, and pay for every pay per view game would cost you three and a half grand. And now, like. You know, and then what was the other thing I seen? And then you compare it with Australia, and because they can they can show the Premier League over there, it's got its own app and that over there. It's like hundred and fifty quid a year. It's madness. So every game, well, it's like the spirit, the spirit touched on something. Um, like apparently, like there's only so many games per team. So, for instance, if Southampton were only on nine times like they were last season. That'd cost them obviously 135 quid. Yeah. But what was it? I can't. I can't get me out what it was. It cost them 135 quid to watch them, but it's only cost them like 40 quid if, if you averaged it last season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking snide, lad. I know. It's horrible. It's disgusting. Um. Yeah. Team. Getting a bit off subject there, but uh, line up. I mean, I think there's only uh, a few really contentious. Yeah. Daglish, I'd start him, to be fair. Um, I think there's a few contentious sort of positions. Would you start Gomez? No. What would, would you start? No, neither would I, in fairness. So, would you go Matip at, back, at the back, or would you put Fabinho there? Fabinho. said that last time. I've had time to think. Um, I think Matip's been out too long. I think we need him back in the team. We, we start a line-up. Is Gomez and Van, um, sorry, Matip and Van Dijk centre half Gomez on the bench every time now, in my head. Yeah. Um, but with the with the addition of Thiago, Fabinho's way too good to not be in the start eleven. So if Thiago's going to play with Henderson, then you need another, you need an attacking midfielder as well. So I'd like to see Fabinho playing centre half now. Until Matip's fully fit, at least. No, as in, start Fabinho centre-half and make sure he's in the squad every week and play Thiago just in front of him and add Henderson and either Wijnaldum, Keita or Milner. Interesting take, I think. I don't know, I feel like... I feel, I'm feel i starting to feel like Van Dijk is the most comfortable with, with Matt up there. Um, I do agree, I think it's too early to start him in the derby. Um, maybe if he comes on uh, part way through or something, but I think he's been a big miss. I think we we've because we've always had this impression of Gomez that he's he's fantastic. And don't get me wrong, he can have spells where he does look really good. Uh, the Chelsea game was was one of them. He looked brilliant against Chelsea, um, but he has too many games where he gets caught out. And I think he was at fault for a, a, more than one goal against Villa. Um, and I just don't think he get them mistakes. Yeah, you did. He was covering Arnold a lot of the time, so he needs to pull his finger out. I don't dislike Gomez. I just, 
as I've said before, I feel like he's chasing his tail. Ninety percent of his defending, it's all down to speed. It's not down to ability. It's just speed, and he's he's, he's strong and he's fast and he he, he can he can pull, pull out in front of you. But I think if he played better originally, he wouldn't have to do it half the time. Yeah, I love Matip. I think Matip. It's, it's in in most teams you're starting centre half next to Van Dijk. But if you if you're asking me, if if we're playing, if we're playing at home, and we've got Thiago and Henderson starting, then you're definitely starting an attacking midfielder as well. And for me, Fabinho's got to start above anyone. He's got to start above Matip or Gomez. Fair enough. Sorry. Um. No. That's that's what it's about. It's about opinions. Um. So I think the other, the other one to question then is uh, is Bobby. Do you would you start Bobby? No. So what would you call Jota or Minamino or? Um, I would play Jota on the left, Salah on the right, and Manny through the middle. Jota for Portugal the other day done the exact thing that you you want from him, cutting in from the left and just tearing defenses apart. He looks absolutely magnificent. It'd be. It'd be a shame if he didn't get a start. He's deserved it. Almost the appearances he's had for us and the appearances he's had for Portugal is being spot on. Yeah, I think I'd like I'd like to see him start myself, but I think where I again where I'd differ from you is I'd I'd keep Mane and Salah wide. I think they both work better when they're wide working with they've 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 created such a, a sort of knowledge with Robbo and, and Sem behind them. They know their games inside out, I think. Port Jota through the middle, play him as a striker, not as like a false nine, take away the Bobby roll kind of thing, and have Jota playing as a striker, and Salah and Mane will put him in behind ten times in that game. I'm, I'm sure of it. I just, I just think if Everton are looking at our, at our starting lineup and they're thinking Mane on the left, they'll say everything with the fullbacks to cover that. If you move Mane central playing against Yeri Mina and getting him behind I think they whole I think they'll be shocked but that Firmino's not playing because you know Firmino's not going to he's, he's not rapid he's not lightning quick he's not going to dart in behind and he's not going to make them runs off the shoulder yeah. he's going to come in and collect it and Yeri Mina will just be told to just fucking hang on his shoulder yeah. and grab him and I think if, if Manny comes in their arse goes um, that for me I'd say, I think Firmino's getting a lot of stick at the minute and I feel sorry for him it's merited and it's not. He's doing his job where he's he's creating space and he's getting that. But you can't hide away from the fact that his stats are he has shot a number of times in the last few months and he's missed. Yeah. He's not scoring enough, he's not assisting enough. He's not throwing himself about like he used to. I think he might just need a, a break. Yeah, take him out of the fighting line a little bit. But I think going forward, um I think my start I think my starting eleven um, at home, so like say, say, say if we, a team we were going to attack and you'd want you'd expect to fully go out and put three or four goals past, which is most teams in the league now. Um, I'd like to see obviously Robbo and Arnold fullback, um, Van Dijk for being out. I'd have Thiago, Oden, Henderson. I'd have Thiago and Henderson, sorry, in centre mid. I'd have Firmino just above them. And I'd have Joffre on the left, Salah on the right, and Mane up front. That's my start eleven. Fair enough. Um, Derby, because we haven't started it. 
I, I want Firmino out and I want Milner starting centre mid with Henderson and Thiago. Okay. Uh, so Thiago starts for you after, after coming back straight away? Yeah, after that touch on that video, he can do what he wants. <laughs> He can play where he wants and he can do what he wants. He's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I think I'd go with that midfield as well, to be honest. Um, I think against that midfield, I, I think against the Everton's midfield with the way Rodriguez is playing and stuff like that, I think you just need to like nullify their attacks. Uh, don't don't give them any time on the ball. And I think Hendo and Milner are the, are the perfect ones to press from the midfield. Um, yeah, and to be fair, they're not they're not exactly they're not fast through the middle either. They've got Gomez, who's like a slot. Yeah. Like Jacore, he's not that fast. So I think um, Alan, I don't know, to be fair, I can't really remember him. No, I don't know much about him. Like. Floor all the time. <laughs> but no, I think I think that I think that's the way to go. So for me, I'd have um, Van Dijk for Dino. I'd have the midfield three as Thiago, and I'd have Jotter on the left, Sala on the right, Manning to the middle. Fair enough, um, I'd say. I'd, like, I'd really, really like to see um, Keita, Curtis Jones and Shaqiri on the bench. Yeah, I'd love it if Shaqiri on the bench because he's just, he's looked good the one the one or two times he's played, one time he's played this season, he's looked good. But I mean, I don't think he's ever, he hasn't really had many bad games for us since he's been here. He hasn't. Um, and he deserves a chance, and as long as he's fit, you know, what what an option to bring off the bench. Be in that squad if he's fit. I, I can't get my head around it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But it's, it's such, it is. he's such a good option to bring off the bench if he's fit. Like, when you consider the alternative to him at the minute is, is Harry Wilson. Uh, no, no discredit to Harry Wilson, like, but, you know, Shakiri's a, a two-time European Cup winner. He's won the league everywhere. He's pretty much every in every country he's been in, you know what I mean? Um, he's such. He's just such a, a dynamic option to to bring off the bench. He's he's, he's brilliant, and hopefully he is fit. Yeah, I hope he's fit. I hope he's he's in the squad. Yeah, just, that'd be I, nice. I think a player of that caliber has got to be in your squad, and if, if he's not, there's something underlying. But yeah. when he does play, clocks all over him like a rash. I know it's weird, isn't it? It's just mad. Um, and hopefully Divocadi is on the bench because we know how much he loves a derby goal. Um, <laughs> So it's it's pre- in fairness to me, it's the one game he does turn up for a year. So um, I think I think we slated the league a bit too much last time. Now I've, now I've settled on it. Um, he's not world class. He's never going to be world class. But what he is, he's he's dangerous going forward when he's on his game. Yeah. And that's all you can that's what you can ask for. He puts himself about. He works. He, he goes on the left. He cuts in. He, he can be a night. He can be an absolute handful. Ask Barcelona. Mm. Not no, I love I love it easy to be honest with you, lad. I do, but I just think he's gotten a bit too complacent recently. Yeah, I just I just don't know whether they all have. Yeah, There's no one. We haven't performed great for a few weeks, to be honest. Um, obviously, we, we played well against Chelsea, but we we haven't reached the standards of, of the start of last year at all. We haven't got no. going as well as you'd like. You know what I mean? But just just see how, how we go. I think Rigi just need to back him I think he will come on and he'll probably probably score just the two or three this week <laughs> that'd be nice eh? uh, so score predictions oh, I'm in two minds it's either right gonna be one nil and it's gonna be a dramatic win again yeah 
See, I, I think it's going to be close myself. I, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a two-one. Um, I just think if they, I don't know. I think if they get in behind us, um, with the form Calvert Lewin's in at the minute, I think he is. If he get if he's one on one with Adrian, at the minute you're putting your money on Calvert Lewin, but I don't think they're going to get in behind us as much as they think they are. Nearly yeah, as much I'm, as they think they are. I'm going to put my neck on the line. I'm going to say I'm going to say four nil. Oh, hell. It's, a, yeah. it's a big line, yeah. that lad. <laughs> no? Obviously, Ancelotti's not going to be saying to, the, to them, listen to the fans, look, we've got to go out and batter them. But I think, as a team, that Richarlison, the slimy, emu-looking little rat, the way he goes about his thing, the way he posted that number seven and that, Robbo's going to snap him in half. Yeah, definitely. That's what I want to see from the derby. They should be winding us up, and we should be getting wound up, and we should be winding them up, and that's what it's about. But I do hope he gets carried off. I hate him. <laughs> Tell us how you're really feeling, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him, lad. Right, so. Uh, I'm still buying blue t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I think we'll leave it there with that one anyway. Um, like I said, we touched on an important point at the beginning, and then obviously talk about the derby. So we will be back with you after the derby. Um, as we always say, you know, get in touch with us. Um, any feedback, anything at all, you know where to find us. Um, at Liverpool Groove on Twitter, and uh, sorry, no, at LFC Groove on Twitter, and at Liverpool Groove on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And uh, as we said, head over to ScousePower19.com and get your uh, Republic of Liverpool T-shirt and help the food bank at the same time. Thanks, Sean. Sports Social Podcast Network.